Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. It is just me today, and it's it's not because Ben's not here. It's because he thought that it would be fun that we just had some girl talk. So I'm with Gabby Windley and Rachel Recchia, who are basically like a couple. You guys are really like you came out as a couple of Bachelor Nation. We are. We'd be so devastated if you guys were to ever break up. <laughs> Never. Mutual Lifelong. post on Instagram. <laughs> we would like to announce we're no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> After lots of uh, consideration, it's heartbreaking for us to announce that we just, you know. We wish each yeah. other the best, but <laughs> stay away from me. <laughs> Well, that's great that that is not going to happen ever. But I got to talk about your exes. Like, let's just jump into ex talk, right? Ooh, please. Mm-hmm. Because both of you did not stay with your fiancés very long. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Guilty. Let's, let's get into, like, just the conversations that you guys would have getting off the show. Did you guys internally feel insecure that, like, the other one had a stronger relationship than the other than the other one? Was there any, like, thought in your head you're like, oh, man, I'm going to be the loser of this because we're not going to last. And like secretly it was kind of happening at the same time with both of you. Do you understand my question? I do. 
Yeah. I feel like it wasn't really a secret because I was telling her immediately. I don't think it was a secret. Me and Tino had a lot of issues. Like at the beginning, we were fighting and even she knew all that. Before the whole like cheating stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess what he has said is that oh, like right. that really is what led into it, which I am at fault for like some of that fighting and like. Yeah, but you guys weren't connecting. Yeah, we were not connecting. So I feel like Gabby always knew mm. that me and him right off the bat, it was really difficult for us. So I always thought you had like a really strong connection with Eric. Yeah, I think same. Like we expressed our doubts with each other. So Mm. yeah, there was no, I don't, it was, she was the only other person at the time who had gone through the exact same thing. I cannot imagine how people do it alone. No. There's so much question. There is so much doubt. It's like this weird world afterwards where you think you know the person, you think you don't. You're like, what's normal? What do I do for four days alone in a B&B? Like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. Yeah, literally. Did you guys ever say with the happy couple weekends that you wanted to join forces and just be in the same house together? We did one time. Um, yeah. we Well, we weren't supposed to, but one time we did. We um, had like a sneak over. Yeah, we snuck them over and we yeah. all four hung out. That night was fun. That night was fun. Because we we're all together. Right. Just, yeah. More yeah. distraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you both just not feel like you knew both guys coming off the show? And why do you feel like y- is you think there was a reason that the two of you felt like you didn't know your partner to that point where like a lot of other people leave the show like you were just talking about with Zach and Katie just feeling that they knew each other so deeply? Well, I mean, it was so different just in timing wise. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because a normal season, you would do two one-on-ones and then a group date every week. And we didn't even start like getting to know the guys until week three, until we split up with our group. And then we were getting one less one-on-one a week. So I feel like we just kind of missed out on time. And in that way, it kind of flawed a lot of at least decision-making. And like, I feel like I was going really off of emotion more than like, being able to spend time and seeing compatibility, if that makes sense. No, I agree. I have a couple things. Um, I think, yeah, it is hard not to confuse like chemistry with connection. And I think both of us could probably have chemistry with like a cardboard box. So that was hard to like suss out like what is fun and what is the process and what is like being on a crazy day in France versus actually connecting like what you were saying. Also, I think I know myself so deeply as a person. I've done a lot of work. Um, It's something I want to continue to get better at so I can articulate it, so I can ask for things in a relationship. Um, And that takes some work. And I don't, the other person has to be able to know themselves too. And I feel like I wasn't really being met with that. So when I say, I feel like i you know, never really got to know him. I think it was really because he didn't really get to know himself. Like he's a little younger, you know, hasn't been through as much. So I think I was constantly wanting more that I just like didn't get. Eric lost his dad while you guys were still together. How was that? I mean, how difficult of a thing to navigate so early in a relationship? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It really was. And I was, you know, so glad I got to meet him at Hometowns. Um, and I'm a nurse, so I think my nursing kind of ICU background helped a lot because his dad was really, really sick for a long time. Um, but, um, I think, you know, he could really lean on me, which is nice. And like, I wanted to be there for him. Like there's 
grieving and losing somebody is so hard as a support person because there's there's not anything you can say. And I was like well aware. Like I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to make anything better, but like if you need anything, I'm here. Like, you know, I can only imagine how terrible it is, but like I can be your support person. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> both your guys are in new relationships now. Yeah. Publicly. Right. Tino's <laughs> is more. Seconds. Tino's is, yeah. yeah. Tino took a long, I feel like a while. It's been, or I don't know when he started dating this new girl, but. It seems private. It seems like yeah, she's a definitely. quote, regular girl um, in like his hometown area. Uh, how did it feel for you guys? Well, we'll talk about Rachel first. How did it feel to see like that picture? Yeah, it's so weird because I feel like I truly am so like just okay with the situation and moved on that I do genuinely want him to find happiness and find a person. I assume he wants the same for me. So obviously it's just kind of weird to see it, but obviously wish him all the best and hope it's you know going good. And now, Gabby, your situation's a little different. Yeah. I kind of wish Ben were here for this moment because he mm-hmm. had a celebrity crush on Elizabeth Turner. She's like a, like a model actress. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the Eric is now dating her. And Hannah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Hannah, grab a mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our producer, Hannah, is coming on for a second because she has seen Eric out and about in oh, L.A. Let's hear And it. very, very soon after... Um, the breakup. Yeah. I mean, he just seemed like he was ready to go. Yeah. No, it didn't take him any time. Like bachelor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bachelor traditional sense of life. How has all that been feeling? I mean, same. I think it's great. Like, we weren't a match. We want different things out of life. Clearly, after you just said, you know, he's like doing the bachelor, bachelor already right after the breakup. Mm -hmm. Like, my just how I live my life is different. Like I'm goal oriented. I get reward from like, you know, having a purpose, like doing work things, expressing myself, like knowing myself, self-improvement, all of those things, you know, like I'm in my thirties. Like I just want to be the person I want to be and take the steps to get there. And it's like, he's in a different phase of life. Mm-hmm. So this is like kind of validating on okay. like why we weren't a match. And it's yeah. like, I don't want anyone to be unhappy. Like him being happy or unhappy is not going to affect me at all. So I'm like, yeah, like go do your thing. But where'd you run into him? I'll, I'll know to completely avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bars in Venice Beach. Lots of yeah. bars? Like she saw him multiple times. Yeah, I think I saw him like three or four times out, like right after the split. And I was like, I think Gabby's what better he off doing? without this guy. Just bad just things. Just acting He's very single. Just acting very single. So shocking. Yeah. Not surprised. Didn't you guys take some weird like moment where you're like, we're not really engaged, but we're dating? Yeah, I think I tried everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's the move. Like, it's like, no, like, let's not even pretend because, like, I've heard multiple people do that too. Yeah. Yeah. We're no longer engaged, but we we might get there again one day. (laughs) Literally. Well, I remember we had a conversation and it was like, we are engaged, like me wearing this ring. And he obviously wanted me to like wear the ring. Um, sorry. Um, I was like, if we consider ourselves engaged, 
then we need to be acting like this. And then these are the things like the decisions and the conversations we need to be having, which are very serious. And like, I'm constantly bringing them to the table. If we're not, if we're dating, then like, cool, I want to be courted. Like you can just take me out on a date a couple of times a week. We can like take a step back, like try and like get to know each other and revel in the new period. Cause it was kind of new being like in public, you know? Um, but nothing worked. <laughs> I feel like everyone does go through that because it is so emotional and all of a sudden you're engaged and you realize that and you are, but you're, you've never dated them. You don't really know who they are at all as a person because you are so different in your day-to-day life. And so you're like, wait, 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 like, yes, we're engaged, but we need to go back to that dating phase. So I feel like we kind of, everyone who's been through it does that in a way. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson, 
Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. How do you feel like the show should evolve? That's a little Monday <laughs> pun for us. Uh, so that you guys do know your person more before you like set off in the sunset together alone. Casting casting <laughs> you don't think it should be like more dates or like eliminating the weak ones earlier on i don't think anything would have changed if i had more time i still would have ended up who i ended up with mm-hmm. like um i don't know how much you can fully get to know someone on camera because mm-hmm. it's like these conversations are also you know pretty produced they have a layout that's like true to bachelor like this is when you typically say you're falling in love like this is so it's like how much of it is actually real conversation um maybe honestly more off camera time i feel like bip is so successful because you just spend all day with each other you're not constantly like having these like seriously produced serious and produced conversations with each other like you get the downtime plus the seriously produced conversations often feel so boring and when gabby means like boring as a viewer when gabby says produced she means like they're led um, they're not like telling us what to say. They're like, but answer this right. question now and ask them this question. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so let's talk about current dating life. Rachel, I know that you you were dating you were dating somebody kind of secretly, right? Well, so <laughs> I mean, it's been crazy right after the show. I feel like not the show after our AFR, I guess. I felt like so much pressure with myself to be dating again and like really? prove that I could basically do it and feel desired and like I'm gonna just get back out there and I did really really soon like it was immediately after our finale and I mean obviously he was great and how it was did you awesome meet, like how do you were you meeting guys when you were trying to date I really only dated one person okay um and I haven't dated really anyone in like six months he was the last person I dated because I think when that kind of ended everything kind of like in a way came crashing down where I had to really kind of realized what this whole year had been like a failed engagement, everything that happened on the bachelor. And I was really able to like take that time to heal and like accept what had happened. And so, yeah, I've been single and it's been really, really nice. Honestly, Susie recently, Susie, like who's like the third of you Mm -hmm. guys from Clayton season. She recently said that she pictures a relationship between you and Clayton to have made more sense. Unhinged. Than, yeah, we heard that. I don't yeah. understand that. You don't um, <laughs> you really say like that, that about well, like the guy you were with yeah, for it's just hard. Months. Yeah, that was hard, I think, for me to hear because, I mean, they had a really serious relationship for months mm-hmm. and I obviously only knew Clayton on the show and what aspect that was. So I think that would hurt me in a way if I had heard someone say that about me who has dated me for that long, but I don't know. And it's like, you've moved past it. You've had a whole life outside of it. And I'm sure you've learned a lot from being on Bachelor, but like you've had a lot of experiences since then. So just to kind of assume like, oh, this should happen is like really not taking you into consideration. Mm -hmm. During our trip to uh, 
Car- Carmel a couple of months ago, you and Clayton did like have some sit down chats and stuff. How's your relationship been since? Like, do you guys text? Not really. <laughs> Let's see him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, not really. I mean, here and there, he did send me his book. Um, it's been nice to have like a friendship with him and like with Zach now. I really feel like I've been able to like, I don't know. I was holding on to so much resentment with, I feel like everyone and being able to like kind of come together and really talk things out and apologize to them. It's been really nice. So we'll keep doing this. Just bring all my Okay, Okay, cool. It's nice therapy. Well, let's talk about that meeting with Zach. I know we talked about it also on our Hyundai episode, but you, you know, it's okay to say that it was, you were nervous in seeing him again, especially since there was a lot of shade thrown your way during his season. Um, so did you want to address that or are you just like real sleep it under the rug and be friendly? Um, yeah, obviously it was hard watching it because I did hear and see everything. It was it was hurtful, but in a way, like I know that he was just maybe relating it back to the only experience he had and his feelings were valid and they were hurt. So I did just try to like take that into consideration and I did text him during his season and reach out. And, and so we kind of did already make up. And so seeing him again today, um, obviously it's the first time I was a little nervous, but yeah, it was nice. I will say, Rachel, you're the best at like reaching out and knowing that people have your support. And mm-hmm. I think that means a lot because it's like no message, DM or text like went unnoticed. I was like, hey, I don't maybe I don't know you, but I'm here to support you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you've been really supportive with charity mm-hmm. and like you're just good at that. And like other guys from our season, you're good at being like, like kind of no hard feelings. I'm also a person you can lean on. Mm -hmm. And like, I care about you as a person, like you make it known. And I think that means a lot to people. That's so nice. Yeah. I think it's always nice to see a DM from somebody, even if you don't know them from the community. Yeah. Yeah. Community just does make you feel better. It does. Yeah. Okay. Gabby, supposedly you slid into Ben's DM before he was with Jess. Oh my God, did you guys did. talk about this? It was like word vomit right when I pulled up. I'm like, I know Ben Higgins is somewhere on the premise and I need to tell everybody that I slid into his DMs. <laughs> get get just, it out there. I gotta get it off my chest. I it might something. reemerge. You know what it would reemerge? Yeah. Is like if you were to DM Ben now and be like, hey, thanks, great weekend. Yeah. It, it would, would come up. I know. We checked. I deleted it because we I'm two did. steps ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, I was like harboring the secret for years, <laughs> I feel. Because it's like, we're like on parallel kind of paths. Like he's obviously a huge name. We just had a season. I'm like, when is someone going to find out? I did the unthinkable. <laughs> <laughs> I damned. <laughs> but he was like from Denver and I was, I had seen him in Denver before. Never said that to his face. Um <laughs> So like I knew where he lived. He thinks yeah. I didn't. Um, I'm like, oh my god, where were you located? I'm like knew the coffee shop. Yeah, but he's like a hot commodity. Like you know, in Denver when he was single at the time. So I slid. I did. I'm a shameless slider. Oh me too. Okay. Well, we're gonna yeah. play a little game now. Okay. Called who did you DM and let's read it out loud. I have a pull good out one. Your phone. I'll okay. say it. So just pull it up and okay. who is it and. And what does it say? Word for word. It'll be like an old, reading an old diary entry. Do we say who is it? Ozzy, I love you. The other day, really (laughs) genuinely thinking he would respond to me. Who is that? Ozzy, the singer. I don't, you guys, I'm so so in your musician era. Yeah, I love a good musician. Uh, Mm. Okay. Do you want to know who it is first? Yeah. 
Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso. Okay. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, through medium amounts of stalking, I see you're a Bachelor fan. He has a Bachelor highlight. Oh, amazing. Oh, um, he's a Bachelor highlight. Yeah. So it's not just like he follows you. Um, does he follow no, you? No, he doesn't. It was like one season and it was like unhinged. It was just this clip that they were like going to Tulsa, Oklahoma or something. And then, you know, on the couch, they make you go like, okay, now everybody scream. Ah! <laughs> it was like to somewhere crazy. Like for us, it was Houston, Texas. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it was like that. So I was like through medium amounts of stocking. I see you are a bachelor fan and I am a, <laughs> I am a fan of your chest hair sweater and dry sense of humor. <gasps> no response. Never read. <laughs> Fully ignored. One day. Never, yeah. Never We're waiting read. for that scene. It's never been opened. Do we have somebody else? I have to get a cringy one, guys, because I just opened that up was my DM to Jimmy Garoppolo in 2015. Oh, my God. So I was only on the show for... I had just gotten off of filming Bachelor, my first oh my season God. of Paradise, and I want say? to die. <laughs> what did you no, say? I want to actually crawl into a hole right now. This is truly <laughs> really like reading an old diary entry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it out loud. Yes, you hi, can. Hi, Jimmy. Uh, I think you're extremely handsome, and I have never sent a direct message to a guy in my life. Lies. Classic. <laughs> Just like the me, most famous so. quarterback. You're like, I never do this. But I decided to take a chance on you. <laughs> he was still a backup yeah. at the time, guys. Still a backup to Tom. Um, and I can't imagine the number of DMs that you get. I did this. And let me just say, I did this in spite of Jared. Mm. because he was like oh i'm sure you can't get like you know i wanted to get jimmy garoppolo who was the backup quarterback to tom brady on the patriots at the time and be like oh jared you don't want to date me well jimmy garoppolo is gonna want to date me 100 percent, great and motivation i think i lied here by saying <laughs> i'm going to be in providence this weekend which is like Wait. a half an hour from where his house would have been mm. and i would love to meet you let me know if you'd be interested in hanging out. This is such like an OG DM, <laughs> like when DMs were like not a thing. It's very formal. It's I very really formal. Say something really yeah. like this is the most I embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I attached a photo of myself. <laughs> not a photo like you can't Let's click see. on your yes. profile. Yeah. I don't know why. Why would I You're like just to make things easy for you. I'm putting all the information in one text. You don't even have to look at my profile if you're attracted to me. DM me back. She's like showing him an ad for herself. Wants to just. I I need to go retire from life right now. Who thought? Do you have friends look over your DMs yeah, before you, you say? Do. Who said okay? My sister that. obviously okay. That and that's so strange. My sister's the best flirter and the best at sliding into any text threat. Oh my god! I love no, it. Oh my god, I love it. Should I go find another one? I can't think of anybody that you I have did, good ones. Yeah. I feel I was just I feel like with people I know I could never get. Yeah, that's who I DM <laughs> like um, Riley Green, the singer. I DM him too. Oh my God. Wait, if you're listening, Riley Green. <laughs> no, I deleted it. That's the thing. Oh. I get so ashamed. Riley I said, Green, you guys, yeah. I'm so out of the pop culture. I don't know He's a, a country is. singer. Okay. And I was going to stagecoach and he was going to stagecoach. So I messaged him and then I delete it right away because I get embarrassed that I did that. You're like, if it's not there, <laughs> I never like, did it. <laughs> have a couple glasses of wine. Don't even remember it. The next day. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I did that. Could like, be me. No, that was yeah. else. That wasn't me. That's different. I'm looking at him right now. So hot. 
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Okay, so Hannah just gave me one that she slided, she slid into. And listen, Hannah and I, we always talk about Joe Burrow together. So I don't have you yes, slid into that. I mean, yes. he's got a girlfriend, very public, but oh yeah, my god, he's, unfortunately, we we talked about this last time. Remember when we were in Carmel? I couldn't yes. stop talking about you know Joe Burrow. I have a quarterback thing. It's fine, um, but it's so Hannah just sent me this screenshot. It's Nick Bossa and he Bosa. Oh, yeah. 
and he's a football player as well for San Francisco. Love this athlete. And um, she yeah. said hi on February 2nd with a smiley face. And then, <laughs> you guys, this is an amazing, amazing moment. On February 15th, she says, following up on the above. <laughs> That's, <laughs> iconic. That. Yes. That's iconic. That's iconic. Incredible, as you should. <laughs> I'm doing that now. Yes. <laughs> on February 2nd. 22nd she goes circling back (laughs) (laughs) and then finally on march 14th the grumpy face (laughs) so good i will not get out of here you will give me a response (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i love it so good so go back to riley green no response no well i also just deleted it so i don't even know if you saw it he probably didn't. I'm I don't sure think they so see it. I feel yeah. like men like aren't like I'm always in my DMs, but we're women mm-hmm. um, and we're like nosy and want to know. I feel like men aren't that good at it. Tell about the blue check mark. Like if you have a blue check mark, aren't you? Right. Go to his like a direct inbox and then like he's just going to be really curious to see who had a blue check mark. Who Everyone go message Riley Green okay. and yeah. tell him to message me back. <laughs> Operation <laughs> Rachel and Riley. <laughs> Love That's it. That's a good name. I like it. All right, here's somebody that did not slide into any DMs, but was made quite a buzz. So you and Vinny from Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. I this is I'm I'm gonna look at you, uh-huh. and I'm gonna say what I think happened. Tell me, and then <laughs> you should confirm or deny. Okay, I think you had a really good flirtation. You maybe made out a few times, but it was way more fun to get the public interested than like anything for real for real we never even made out really yeah no because he's never in la and he got (laughs) (laughs) that's why yeah literally physically we can't make out cross country my lips are that meme that are like oh flopping in the wind um but yeah he got eliminated on dancing like a couple weeks before it was over and that's when it was my busiest so our paths just didn't really cross i'm i was always like kind of like I'm interested, like take me on a date, whatever that looks like, like fly me to New York. (laughs) Basically like that's what people do these days. I feel like if you're going to date long distance um, and it just like never really came to fruition. Oh, then we saw each other on tour. Yeah. Um, I mean, didn't you guys go on tour together or did he just make a few appearances? He was there for like five days. He only spent one night on the bus, which like if we were going to make out, it'd probably be like on the bus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just like never really like kind of blossom. We're good friends. Like we do. We like talk all the time. He's sending me his jump ropes. Um, <laughs> he's like, Hey, would you be interested? I'm like, Vinny, you can send me whatever you want. They're going to say in my back room. I'll never use them, but like, f- please send me them. Um, but yeah, so just friendly. He is very flirty in the social media realm. Um, I think with like multiple women. So I think he kind of started that and I was like, Oh my God, this is fun. Cause I'm sure there's some overlap of bachelor Jersey shore fans. Um, yeah. So it was like that kind of overtook, but not to say like, I'm not interested, but it just doesn't really seem like it's going to like blossom. Well, you guys should just go on a date and see. see Literally, but I'm not going to take myself on a date. It's like he needs to like put in the initiative. Yeah. Hmm. Rachel, what do you think about that coupling? Vinny? Yeah. Do you think it makes sense? I think it makes sense on paper, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also feel like maybe he's too much of a mama's boy for Gab. Yeah. I can't really with the mama's boy. I feel like she needs like a partner who's very confident and like more. I don't know. Yeah. Not uh, that you're not confident, Vinny, but yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so if we were to set you guys up, like if you were to set 
Gabby up with a celebrity, who would it be? And if you were to set up Rachel with a celebrity, who would it be? Like, or should we, let's just go there. Who's the bachelor person that you think so-and-so should give a try? I know years. She should date Tyler Cameron. And I'm only saying that because I listen to her podcast. She has a crush yeah, on him. Yeah. That's obviously. a good match. No. Who doesn't great. have a crush on Tyler Cameron? I think you guys would be good I'm, together. I don't really know his personality, but he seems like kind of fun. Yeah. You're like, but he seems hot. <laughs> yeah. But he seems really nice to look at. So what more do we need? Yours would be, what's his name? Ben from Katie's season. Oh. Is that uh, Ben Smith? Yes. So hot. Yeah. So hot and like emotionally no, he mature. Was, he was on Tasha's. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get him confused. The yeah. COVID seasons. But, um, but yeah, I feel like you guys would be a good match. Oh, yeah. He lives in LA. Maybe you should give him a call. And he's like kind of below, like not below. Yeah, he doesn't care about <laughs> yeah, any of the he's like show not stuff. in it, which I love. I love that. He has his yeah. own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it'd be great. Yeah. He seems really nice. Let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's make it happen. All right. Well, let's have him come to our next thing, Hannah. Put it down. Ben Smith. And all my other exes. <laughs> we'll just have them all there. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about your breast reduction surgery. Rachel, um, You, w- what was the reasoning going into it? And how long had you been thinking about doing it? So I wanted to do it since I was 17. I was in high school, really like interested doing the research. And I was just kind of waiting at that point. And once I was in college, I was like, all right, well, as soon as I graduate, I'm going to get it done. Um, I ended up graduating like a month before I went on The Bachelor and I went immediately into The Bachelorette. So once that ended, I was like 100% doing it right now. Um, Being on the show affected it a lot too. I feel like because I just hated the clothes I was in and I was so uncomfortable, I would have back pain. So it just like made sense right after the show and no regrets, best decision of my entire life. Do you mind telling us what size you were? I think I was a triple D, maybe bigger. I literally didn't even measure myself because I just wouldn't ever wear like a wired bra. I would Uh only really wear sports bras and stuff Uh like that. And now I I think I'm a C. Great. Yeah. So it's been incredible. Such a difference. My back like feels incredible. I just feel like I can wear anything. My movement, exercising is better. It's just like quality of life is amazing oh i'm so happy for you it's awesome yeah Yeah. you look incredible i think so great great. do you feel like people whenever you talk about it are like looking at your boobs now i am as they should i paid a lot of money for them (laughs) i'm like i'm like having this conversation and i'm checking you out i'm like they look so perky and i show (laughs) i show everyone i showed ashley last night i show everyone i have this picture of me mid-surgery where one boob is done and one isn't and anyone who asks me about it, I'm like, do you want to see a picture? I just show, I'm like, I show I the world. See. I'll post it on Instagram. Like, oh my God. Really yeah, oh you my can God. like put the little blur. Yeah, yeah, blur. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my favorite picture. It's so jarring. It's like, one like, is like down on my belly button. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who yeah, would have thought right. like boobs can be such a burden? Yeah. But like right. bigger is not always better. Yeah, no, I, I, I would have never re- thought. I obviously can't relate, but all I know is that what I always thought, you know, I was like, I wonder what I'd be like with bigger boobs. And then when I was pregnant and they were bigger mm-hmm. i was like i don't like these yeah like, they like i don't like the way that they, i felt them like on my stomach almost mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean um so how was the recovery from that and how was your friend and roommate genevieve in taking care of you <laughs> yeah no she was amazing recovery actually wasn't bad i thought i was gonna be like down bad for a long time but probably like a week two weeks and then i was basically back to normal and i'm like three months now mm-hmm. and totally fine 
And Genevieve's awesome. She took such good care of me. So thank God I feel for like her. She is a good little she, like worker, caretaker. Yeah. yeah she like thrives like, in that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about like next steps in life. You are a pilot. And whenever mm-hmm. I think about you being a pilot, I'm like, that's like the most badass thing ever. And I can't imagine what you look like when you're like flying by yourself. And I know that sometimes you actually like go up in the air by yourself and you've had some scary moments up in the air by yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have some horror stories. Like I could literally go on for days. A lot of them were when I was alone. They were when you were alone. So a lot of them, scary. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just a lot, but I love it. I love like the adrenaline rush too. So like even though they were scary, I think they're like fun stories to tell. Mm. <laughs> like there was That's one time you keep you going have, back. Like, a, a weird light go off and you're up up there so, by yourself. There was this one flight I had to do that was six hours long that I had to do to get my commercial license six hours by myself in one day. Like it was actually a lot. But I ended up having an RPM gauge failure, which is basically like you're basically saying what your engine is doing. And so I thought I was having an engine failure. And when I, I like landed, basically, I was like, oh, my God. And I went to this maintenance site and they basically couldn't tell me what it was. They were like, we don't know if it's your RPM or if it is your engine. So we recommend you staying like here. And I was in Indiana and I was like, I'm just going to assume it's an RPM gauge because I didn't see any other engine roughness and then I just did the rest of the flight no way yeah and the scariest part was that it was um like dark out by the time I was going back so it was just pitch black me by myself and my rpm gauge just like going into the red into the red but it actually ended up just being the rpm gauge so I was oh my god terrifying you literally live on the edge I forget that you're such an adrenaline junkie yeah you you don't like come across as somebody that is an adrenaline junkie that she loves it yeah yeah, I love it like I got to go on that date on our season where we did the zero g's Mm -hmm. in the plane so much fun Mm -hmm. like I love anything like that but I'm in the process right now I'm renewing my CFI license, my teacher license, and I'm going to go back to that. Do you eventually want to go fly for the airlines? Yeah, that's the goal. I don't like teaching. You basically just have to do it to get to the airlines. So, Do you pretend like to be in Top Gun, though, when you're teaching to fly? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Teaching is so hard. I'm just not a teacher. Like, not everyone is cut out I'm not that. a teacher. Yeah. So, it's like, I'm a good pilot, and I know what I'm doing, but, like, sometimes teaching, I'm just like… Oh God. And you have to be so patient. Yeah. And it's scary as hell. Like your life is in their hands. Yeah. And who are these students? So no, literally people. one time I was with a student when um, Clayton season was airing and he just looks at me. We were like flying in silence and he goes, I know you're on the show. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. And he goes, yes, you are. I saw you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're like back, back to this. It was the, I think the episode the night before was um, fantasy suites too. So oh my like, God. That's great. Like Dad. they can take me yeah. real seriously right now so <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> oh you're in gabby i know that you guys are both like enjoying your post-bachelor life like absolutely no pressure in getting back to what you're doing beforehand like you should just mm-hmm. soak up all like the money and experiences that you can right now but do you ever think about going back to nursing um obviously like healthcare has a special place in my heart i was an icu nurse for eight years um it is grueling nursing is really not for the faint of heart um i will say at that time i was pretty burnt out working through covid i started when i was young um icu is just like intense 
you know, you're dealing with lots of death and lots of sick patients and lots of responsibility. Um, so I don't think I would ever go back to the bedside, but I would like to be like an advocate in some way. Um, it's really hard because sometimes it seems like unattainable. It's like, what can I do personally about staffing ratios? You know, this is kind of like a niche thing that like in real life doesn't really affect people. But like, obviously, we need nurses, which we know through the pandemic. So um, but yeah, I think I like right now just want to spread the true word because I think nursing is glorified. I think people are like, oh, my God, you're a nurse. Like you must be like so perfect. Great angel. <laughs> um, and like, love your job. And it's like, no, we're humans and humans taking care of humans is really scary and really vulnerable. And we do make mistakes and we work 13 hours a day on our feet with sometimes no breaks and no chance to get water. So it's like, these are the things we need to talk about, not necessarily glorifying like the occupation. Like we need to know the truth. That's really well put. All right. Well, this is a great time. You're the best. It's so fun to have Thanks girl time with you. Yeah, yeah, this is so like fine. Didn't hit. Mm, no. How are no. you? I'm, how am I? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun one. You can like reverse it on me next time. Okay. Well, we love you guys, and please come on all of our trips. So much fun. It was Yay, so much fun. Today. Thanks for having yeah, us. Of course. All right. Well, until next time, I've been Ashley. I'm Rachel. And I'm Gabby. Okay, that's cute. Yeah, they mess up a little bit, but we like it. Bye. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.